Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Holy moly, I made a strong cup of coffee this morning. Hello and welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, episode 54. I have no idea how I've made it this far into this freaking podcast. I went more than a year of episodes and I haven't talked about people pleasing. So I'm just going to jump right in today. It's Friday. It's beautiful. It's finally getting to be like fallout in Michigan and I'm so excited for the fall. Uh, Listen, I've been really manifesting stuff. I'm on day 17 of the meditation challenge that I'm doing for this month and I've meditated for 30 minutes every day for the last 17 days and it's been going good. So, um... I'm just feeling really good. I'm feeling very abundant lately, and I know things are coming my way. Just to keep you guys updated, I am doing um, a course right now called How to Love Yourself with Herpes because I was diagnosed in 2018, and that's great, so I'm doing that course. And then in addition, I'm also um, just pumping out the vaping course I've been doing, so I've sold a bunch of those lately. I'm really excited, and things are looking up for old Andy boy. (laughs) I'm really excited, and I've decided recently that I want to be famous in the life coaching industry. Uh, why? Well, it's kind of for vanity. I'll be honest. Like I want to be famous. Who doesn't just kidding? LOL. A lot of people probably don't. Um, but I just want to be in a spotlight. I really do. I want to show the world what it looks like to be in full integrity with the work you're doing. And I also want to be a strong leader in the gay community. And I want to have a lot of influence in the gay community because I think unfortunately it's very hedonistic, a lot of the gay community, and there's not a lot of good role models. So people get upset when I say that, but that's okay. I spend enough time to form that opinion (laughs) uh, in the gay community. So I want to be a very, very strong role model that shows people that they can have strong relationships and live a life of integrity and not sell their soul for money and, you know, instant gratification hits all the time. So with that said, let's get to it. People pleasing is lying. Okay, the episode's over. Have a nice day. (laughs) People pleasing is when we lie to other people and in effect to try to control their thoughts and emotions. That's it. And it's not like... We're always trying to control their thoughts and emotions about us. So let's do some people-pleasing examples. When we people-please or we don't say what we really want to somebody in a relationship, we lie to them. The reason we're doing that is because we either want to be comfortable or we don't want them to be uncomfortable, something like that. It's usually emotional. But the work that I teach is on a foundation of emotional adulthood. And pretty much what emotional adulthood is, is taking full responsibility for the emotions you're feeling in your body. Now, I want to make a really quick note here. What emotional adulthood is not is blaming people outside of you for your emotions and it's also not never feeling negative emotion. Just because you're taking responsibility for your emotions, you're taking responsibility that your thoughts are the only things that can create your emotions in your body doesn't mean you're never feeling negative. It just means that when you are feeling negative, you understand that you're the one creating it with your thoughts. Very, very different. So people-pleasing is when we lie to control other people's emotions, and when we understand how our mind actually works, how our emotions are actually created, we learn that we actually can't control someone else's emotions, even if we try. And oh boy, do we try. So I grew up with somebody who was a huge people-pleaser. I love this person very much. And the problem with our relationship is that we've never had a real, genuine, intimate relationship because they have never been comfortable telling me what they want, ever. 
And because of that, it's always been very superficial. And I've been very intimate about what I want in my life. And we've just grown apart over the last couple of years. And it's a shame because if this person, like they're an amazing person, and if they would stop people pleasing me and we could actually form a genuine intimate bond, I would love to be friends with them. But I don't, you know, I'm at the point in my life really where I don't want to be friends with someone who isn't actually being themselves because you can feel it, right? So I want to offer this real relationships, genuine relationships, love, just the word love in general is, is formed on a basis of truth. Without truth, you don't have true love. Does that make sense? True love. That's how I go with it. And without true love, the reason you don't have that is because you don't have intimacy. Without truth, there's no intimacy. Without intimacy and truth, there's no vulnerability. So this is what I want to offer to you. It is uncomfortable to be completely vulnerable and honest in our lives with ourselves, with the people around us. But when we don't do that, we actually don't form real relationships. The reason why people often people please, like one of the main reasons I hear is like, I'm just not going to say this or do this because I don't want this person to be upset. I want them to like me. Well, it's like, even if they do like you when you're people pleasing them, they don't like you for who you are. They like you for the people pleasing, the lying version of who you are. So it always backfires when you people please. So the people like you, they don't end up actually liking you. They end up actually liking the you that you think that they think you want to be. That's confusing, isn't it? They like you for the you they think that you think that they think that you think that they want to be. You get the point? <laughs> All right. So now you know what people pleasing is. Let's look at some real world examples. So I have clients all the time that people please, and I'll just use these general stories, but a lot of the stories of people pleasing, they happen over and over again. So like the specifics are there, but the actual psychology of people pleasing and the effect always is the same in, in whatever situation. So it's very often that I have a client that comes to me and they say, um, you know, they're upset. They're like resentful and they're frustrated. And they're like, I, I'm just so tired because I went to this party last night and I didn't want to go to the party. So it's like, okay, classic example of people pleasing. So I get into it and it's like, what happened? Why did you go to the party? They said, well, my friend invited me. It was after work. I originally in the morning, they texted me and they said, hey, we're having a party. And I said, I'd go. And I wasn't sure if I was going to go or not. So like right there, we'll do some coaching. It's like, why would you say you're going to go if you don't actually think you're going to go? And you know, there's a whole bunch of answers, but really it's like, I just want to say yes right now without actually thinking about it. It's uncomfortable for me to decide and right now in this moment. So, you know, they don't want to get uncomfortable in the moment. So they just agree to something they haven't thought through. And then what happens is they'll end up at the end of the day, not wanting to go to the party. And this is when the real people pleasing starts. It's already been kind of hinted to with the false yes. But now it's like, uh, I don't want to say no, it's going to make them all upset with me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to this party. I'm not actually going to want to be there. I'm going to kind of be a slouch and grouchy. I'm probably going to have to drink a whole bunch so I can at least tolerate being there. I'm not going to actually have fun. I'm going to be checking my time the whole time. I'm going to leave and then I'm going to lose out on the sleep that I should have gotten. And then tomorrow I'm going to wake up resentful at my friends, even though I'm the one that said yes to plans I didn't want to go to. And when I said yes to plans I didn't want to go to, I ended up being there, but not really myself being there as the people pleasing version of myself who isn't really fun to be around because I'm kind of just grouchy and grumpy. And then my friends are trying to cheer me up and they kind of give me shit and I'm not wanting to be there. And ultimately I think, and ultimately, I think that being there and being with my friends actually made the relationship a lot weaker because I resent them now and I showed up as a version that wasn't actually wanting to be there last night. Okay, that was a lot, wasn't it? That was kind of fun for me. I was doing a little rampage there. So when we make plans or we say yes and we people please people, what ends up happening is we show up there with regret. We don't want to be there. There's no positive emotion. Whatever positive emotion we do have, it's not actually positive. We're just numbing the negative emotion with things like alcohol or weed or whatever you, whatever your vice is. And then what happens is our fake selves doesn't connect with the people that were there to please. 
we just do a fake connection. So it actually takes intimacy away from the relationship. So when we say yes to plans, when we say yes to things like this that we don't actually want to do, or even if it's like a client and we say yes to it and we don't want to, it actually builds a, a weaker relationship than it would have if we would have said no to the plans with love for the person that we said no to. And here's what I want you to know is that you saying no to someone else is always for you and against nobody. It's not against them. It's for you. There's a really big difference because when you think that you're saying no and you're going to make them feel bad and it's against them and they're going to get their feelings hurt, well, then we just have to, we have to think that we need to mitigate their emotions and just lie to them and say yes. When you actually understand that other people's emotions, their reactions, their thoughts, their actions are their responsibility and you say no from love from a clean place because you don't want to do something with them, not because you hate them, then there's no reason for you to feel guilty about saying no. And when you say yes, you end up creating a situation where you should feel guilty because you make the situation horrible for you and for them because they don't want to be around you when you don't want to be around them, even if they, even if you think they want to, <laughs> right? Have you ever been around someone who said yes to something and then they show up and they're like actually not wanting to be there and you can tell and you're like, God, I wish you would have just said no. And you're almost upset with them about it. Yeah, that's exactly what you do when you people please. I got to the point with my friend where I loved them so deeply. I didn't want to be around with them. And I, I felt so much resentment being around them because I know they were lying to me so much that I was just like, I started before I had this work, I started to take it personally. I'm like, God, they just must not feel comfortable with me enough to be honest. Like how insulting I've known this person my whole life and they still are choosing not to be comfortable with me. It's like, it was insulting. So, but now I'm not insulted by his life coach. It's like, whatever. I know that they don't understand the problem and they probably don't want to change it because it's a false sense of comfort. And that's what I want to say about people pleasing too. It's like, it's always a false sense of comfort. We say yes to things we don't want to do. We lie to them in order to feel comfortable in the moment. It's always for us, by the way, when we people please, we might think we're doing it for them because our brain likes to be really sneaky. But what we're actually doing is just lying so that we can be kind of comfortable in the moment. We're like, yeah, I'm going to say yes to you. I don't want to because saying no is kind of uncomfortable. It might actually mean I have to be courageous and vulnerable. I'm not going to do that. I'd rather just say yes and then show up resentfully because that's more comfortable, right? <laughs> Your brain is very sneaky. Your brain is built on a system to avoid discomfort, even if that means a lot more discomfort in the future. It doesn't care. It's like right now in the present moment, if I can avoid discomfort, I'm going to do it. So just lie to them. But what it takes to override that is like understanding that if you people please, you're going to maybe be a little more comfortable lying to them right now in the moment saying yes, but then overall you're going to create so much more discomfort because you're going to hate the plans you have to be a part of that you don't want to. That's a whole experience of negative emotion. And then you're going to feel resentful towards them and yourself for having done the whole thing. That's a lot more negative emotional overall than just saying no. And it ruins your relationships. One of the sexiest things in the whole world, now that I'm a life coach and like I actually honor myself and I like to say no to people and I do it and it's like not always comfortable. One of the sexiest things that I can find a guy do in, on a date or in a relationship is tell me no. Because I know that it means that they're courageous enough to actually show me who they are as a person. I'm like, oh, this is a really good sign of a relationship. One of the worst things that a guy can do is say yes all the time and yes and whatever you want. It's like, oh my God, I'm just dating like a, I'm dating like a silhouette of this person it sucks. Saying no is the most intimate thing you can say to somebody sometimes. I don't always say it, by the way, but I only say yes to things I actually want to say yes to. And I want to throw in an important distinction here too. You're allowed to say yes to people, even if it wouldn't be something you'd normally do. Does that make sense? So like if, let's say I'm dating someone and they're like, hey, 
I want you to come meet my parents. And like, I probably wouldn't want to, I want actually personally, I'm the, the boyfriend who like is ready to meet the family right away. Cause I just love meeting people. I'm like, yeah, I want to sh- like show me off. Like, let's get me at a family event so I can tell jokes and shit. Like I want to be there. I'm the annoying boyfriend that like pushes for that shit. But like, if you have a, a relationship and you wouldn't want to do something, but you actually want to do it for that person, that's not people pleasing. Like there are times in my life where I'm like, uh, you know, my mom wants me to go on this trip or do Sunday night dinner. And I'm just, I wouldn't normally want to, or I'm like, I'm just kind of not feeling it. But then I'm like, actually, I do want to do it to be around my mom. I know that me by being around my mom makes my mom have thoughts that make her happy. So I will do that for her because I want to, not because I have to. It's an important distinction to make. And it's kind of a gray line in the sand. So like, just ask yourself, are you doing something because you actually want to? because you actually want to for the person or are you doing it because you think you have to to mitigate the emotions of the person or because you feel obligated for the person because building relationships out of obligation sucks and that creates so much resentment and I want you to know this resentment is always caused by the person who's experiencing the resentment because resentment by its very definition is pretty much an emotion we feel when we think that we've been wronged. Well, the beautiful news is that we have control of our thoughts, emotions, and actions. So if we're being wronged, it means that we're the one creating us being in a situation where we're we're not writing ourselves. So if you're feeling resentful, it's because of a thought error that you're having because you're not honoring yourself and you want to say no or because of a story you have in your head where you've been wronged, right? But if we're feeling resentful, which people pleasers very often do, they're the ones creating the resentment because they're not vulnerable enough to be honest about themselves with themselves and with the person that they're, they're people pleasing. And I see this very often, whether you're in business or familiar relationships or intimate relationships, people pleasing is always something that we're doing and in an attempt to avoid discomfort in the moment, even though it creates so much more discomfort later. And it's based on a foundation that's an error in thinking. It's like when you think that people-pleasing works, it means that you don't understand how emotions work. Emotions are always the responsibility of the person feeling the emotion because their thoughts are creating it. And we cannot control someone else's thoughts. We try, right? We're like, oh, no, literally. I, I know people-pleasers who, who go to the extent of like, they will say yes to every single thing and they will do every single thing that person wants them to do. And the person still isn't happy because outside experiences, outside people can't control our emotions, even if they're people-pleasing the living shit out of us. It doesn't work. Our thoughts do. And you know what's so funny is that when people try to manage my emotions for me by lying to me and people-pleasing, I feel worse towards them. I get angry towards them. You're people-pleasing because you think it's going to make me feel happy, but because you're people-pleasing, I feel angry at you. And I'm going to blame you for it, even though it's not fair. Like Again, my emotions are my responsibility, but... It's like that scene in Mean Girls. Have you ever seen Mean Girls? So much of the psychology world is like can be defined in that one scene. There's a scene where like all the girls in the gym auditorium, they're like apologizing to each other for being nasty high school teenage girls that are just like all barking and being mean to each other. And this one girl looks over, excuse me, she's in a wheelchair and she goes, she looks at the overweight girl and she goes, I don't hate you because you're fat. You're fat because I hate you. And it's like one of the best scenes in the whole world because it's so true. I don't dislike you because you're being yourself. I, di- I dislike you because you think you can't be. If somebody comes up to me and they're just genuinely themselves, I respect them so much more and I'm so much more willing to actually engage with them and like them than someone who thinks that they need to hide who they are around me. It's like so blat. It's so yesterday. 
Hillary Duff reference. So yesterday, so yesterday. That's one of the songs. I highly recommend that if you're a Disney star, look up Hillary Duff and her earlier music because it's pretty bomb. And she kind of like preceded Miley and the Jonas Brothers and all them, you know? So it's important history if you're a Jonas Brothers fan or a Miley fan to get your history right with Disney. Sorry, I'm just being weird today. I, I, I'm telling you guys, this coffee, I made, I went to Trader Joe's and I got this chocolate babka. Babka. I don't think I'm saying it right, but it's like this Jewish dessert that's like, it's kind of made like a croissant where it's like layered pastry and they put chocolate chips in it and it was so freaking good. There's like this chocolate filling. I don't know what it is, but it's so, it was so good. And um, anyways, long story short, I got that and then I got this Trader Joe's coffee because the marketing was so good. It says on the thing of the coffee, it says an exceptionally smooth cup of coffee. Who's not going to buy that for $6? So I bought it and then I put way too much in today and that's like so dark. The last time I had coffee this strong was when I was living at my parents' house because my grandpa lives there and he literally drinks coffee like as if he's still fighting in World War II where it's like literally the darkest shit possible. Like I'm going to pump myself up with so much coffee that I'm courageous enough to go and just like run into a battlefield kind of coffee. (laughs) So I try not to make coffee like that anymore. But today I did. So I'm kind of pumped up. So sorry for that little tangent. So people-pleasing is lying. Let's do a little review. People-pleasing is lying. And the reason that we people please is because we think we can control other people's emotions or because we're trying to avoid our own discomfort. So it's always an emotional reason, right? That's why we do anything, but especially when it comes to people pleasing. When we people please, we think that we're creating a stronger bond with people, but we're actually completely destroying it because the bond that we're creating is completely false. So we're just making fake relationships. Like, let me put on my mask and then you can judge me for how beautiful I am, right? It's kind of silly when you think of it like that. Well, that's exactly what you're doing. Love is the same thing as intimacy, is the same thing as vulnerability, is the same thing as truth, and you can't have any of that shit when you're people-pleasing. You get the complete opposite. And finally, people-pleasing always backfires because it gives you the complete opposite result that you think you can have from people-pleasing. And also, when you choose people-pleasing, you're choosing a slight amount of comfort right now in the present moment for a very, very long, drawn-out amount of discomfort. Whereas the opposite not people-pleasing is telling the truth about who you are and what you want, which is slightly uncomfortable sometimes, being vulnerable. But then the reward of that is so much better over time. Why is maintenance out here screaming on a Saturday? Why are they out here screaming on a Saturday? Sorry. So that's my episode for today. This has been a lot. I know I'm all over the place, but it's okay. This is this is the episode you're getting. I hope you enjoy it. It's very valuable. The content I'm putting out, it's just coming in kind of a manic kind of fashion today. So thanks for being here. I'll talk to you next week. And uh, here's the outro.